0: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am your host, Dr. Pat Basili. We come to you live Monday through Friday uh, right here on the Alternative Talk 1150 and 1490 WWPR in Tampa, Bradenton, Sarasota. So we want to welcome those two stations to uh, the show today. That's 1150 a.m. in Seattle and WWPR 1490 in Bradenton. And for those of you listening online, You are welcome to the show from everywhere that you are. Uh, And so much of uh, what we talk about on this show has to do with lessons we learn, living life full out, how to be the best we can be, and more importantly, how to step into your power each and every moment of every day. And, And some of the discussions we have are about what's going on in the world, what to be aware of, how to know about those things, and how to help our children know about them. And so today, Today's show with sue newfeld ellis is about one such topic it's a, it's a concern of mine it's something that we uh we don't talk about and so long as we continue not to talk about it it is going to continue to be an issue and a move and increase at the uh exponential rate to epidemic proportion which sue i believe thinks it is already let me just tell you a little bit about sue she has been a practicing psychotherapist and counselor healer and for over 25 years she has incredible facilitating skills and has has facilitated and created workshops to help people understand the healing process that they have within them as well as the truth of who they are how we are fully empowered in this life and how addiction does not have to run our lives and I, i i have um This is such a timely conversation for so many people. Today, we're going to be talking about Internet pornography, sexual addiction, and sacred sexuality. And the reason that these topics are important is so that you understand, I understand what is going on. And more importantly, what you can do. Recent story that uh, was shared with me based on the last show we had done, Sue, uh, was a woman uh, on the East Coast who has a teenage daughter, and the daughter, um, the mother could never understand why every time she walked into the room, and you covered this on on, on the BBS show, every time she walked in the room, the daughter would quickly go to shut her screen. Or slam down the computer. I mean, apparently that's certainly not subtle. If you're going to hide something, then maybe you just want to throw a sheet on it or something. But slamming down the computer. And she didn't really understand about that. And then she tuned into the show that we did last time. Long story short, what she discovered was that her her young daughter, young teenage daughter, had been plugged into a number of websites. Um, more importantly, that she had given her information out uh, to these websites and, and in the long run, understood that perhaps her daughter was addicted to the internet and more importantly, addicted to exploring sensuality and sexuality on the internet. That's a hard, hard, conversation for a mother to have and for you uh and doing the show last time that was an important conversation for this mother um not only to 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 hear the radio show that we did but the action then that she was able to take uh and how to approach her daughter and how to get some help and so this conversation today is to help all of us understand why, as I said earlier, that uh, pornog- Internet pornography is one of the leading, uh, leading causes of divorce today. And Sue Newfeld ellis is here. She works with addictions of all kinds. She works with people to help them live their lives full out. And Sue, I've got to
1: ask you, what is going on? Well, it's very interesting to hear that because I know when I share these statistics, they're absolutely staggering. And people have a hard time believing them. And it took a while for (laughs) myself to believe them as well. But I think you're just substantiating, you know, what we're saying about this. And, you know, before... 2003, software and hardware were the highest income on the internet that was being sold as of 2003. Pornography is—it's mm-hmm. the number one money-making industry on the internet, with software and hardware now coming in second. So that's um, actually hard to imagine. I know it I, is. I mean,
0: it's—it's it's really. I mean,
1: you think about that; mm-hmm. it's just mind-blowing. And to back up what you're saying, uh, unfortunately, and, le- and y- but what you're saying is we do have to have these conversations, is 9 out of 10 children a- between the ages of 8 and 16 have viewed pornography on the Internet, in most cases unintentionally. And that's from the London School of Economics, January 2002. The average age of the first Internet exposure to pornography is 11 years old, and that is InternetFilterReview.com. Largest consumer... Of internet pornography 12 to 17 year old age group internet re- uh, filter review.com and it says youth with significant exposure to sexuality in the media were shown to be times more likely to have intercourse at the ages of 14 to 16. So these are some of the statistics we're seeing. Up to this point, until recently, we haven't had these statistics, but now we're starting to get them. And as we say in in my field, in in, in the pornography, addiction, and cybersex field, This is a tsunami, and so we have to begin to look at it that way. Porn profits overall, now not with kids specifically, but porn profits are estimated to be $57 billion worldwide. 75% 75% of these uh, 15 to 17 year olds surveyed said they'd had multiple exposures to hardcore pornography. I know when I was back in 1996, when I was having a friend of mine, uh, her 16 year old son, do some work uh, with me. I was having him make some flyers for me um, on his computer and we're both working together. I'm looking over his shoulder and all of a sudden this pornography pop up comes on the screen and I, you know, this is 96. So I was just getting on board with this because I'd been out of the country from 93 to 96. Yes. So I didn't really know the explosion was happening. And so I was very taken aback. And I said to him, I said, Does that happen? He goes, oh, yeah, it happens all the time. And he just clicked it off. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of how the kids are starting to get onto these sites.
0: And one leads to the other. And believe it or not, we think that uh, we go to, first of all, kids are being kids. You know, you may be tuning in. You may be Googling Britney Spears or, you know, or uh, Beyonce or somebody out there or Jay-Z. You may be in there as a kid doing a little Googling. But what you cannot control are the links that are associated with those websites. And some of them then have additional links, and none of them really intend to take a child along that path but that's really not within their control in a lot of cases and that's what's different about the internet the comment that was made i was watching i watch uh news news clips so that you you know i want to stay on top of what's going on especially in my background in psychology and and so i was watching a clip where we, where they were folks were talking about this and one of the things that they they compared it to they said look at our family, our, our fathers, our mothers, even some of our older siblings, they used to go out and pick up a Playboy or a Playgirl magazine. And that's, that was what was available. And, 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 you know, we know about Hustler and some of these other magazines. They said, however, that was the magazine and that was it. Now, that's not what you have. First of all, everything on the Internet is pretty much free. There is no cost involved. It could be 24-7 for a young person. And without even knowing it, you can't, you wake up one day and you realize I cannot live my life without being online for a week or a day or an hour.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, not only just you know, not just with the pornography piece, but also text, texting. Oh, you know, instant messenger oh. and texting is just becoming such an issue that I know uh, some parents have said to me, "Gosh, my kids, you know, throw a tantrum. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely throw a tantrum if they can't text." You know, and along with what you're saying, it's really true. I mean, magazines. Even you know, in the in the old days, they were fifteen dollars to fifty dollars, and like you're saying now, it's free twenty four seven. And that is what makes this so alluring, is that it's anonymous, so people can be online and never really even give their username or their real name. So there's anonymity, it's in the safety of your own home, it's very accessible 24-7, it's affordable, it's convenient, it's escaping, and you can sort through vast amount of information. Now, on the other hand, they say women statistically use the Internet for very positive also uh, sex education to find out, you know, what's normal and, and to do it in a functional way. So the other side of it is the internet, of course, as we know, isn't all bad. But um, eight, there was one survey that said 87% of underage children were contacted by sexual predators through chat rooms and through uh, their, uh, you know websites like MySpace and those type of things. So I know there's, you know, more and more people are trying to, to crack down but you know we just don't have the kind of supervision on the internet and then then comes the whole issue of do we want big brother do we want the government controlling that so there's a lot of dialogue in in these areas and three key obstacles is jurisdictional ambiguity i mean besides Counties, even between states, there's not any consistently, much less between countries. And even if we had some uh, safeguards in the United States, that doesn't stop Germany or Japan or China or, you know, the access is is worldwide. We're talking about the World Wide Web. We're not just talking about the, you know, the web in the United States.
0: Oh, it's really something that uh, is certainly, uh, we're really looking at it from a many different ways but i tell you i'm not sure where i am I, I am so in favor of freedom of speech right now given what's been going on in our country recently and how we've really been silenced in a lot of ways that i'm a little bit on the fence So i'm hoping we can come up with some solutions for parents that can help them if you've got a comment or question 1-800-930-2819 we'll be right back after this short break sue neufeld ellis in the house naturally magazine is tampa bay's natural health magazine now in their 20th year covering body mind spirit nutrition physical fitness yoga and pilates supplements meditation natural product mental health and strength spiritual growth eco earth and more search for a local business feature stories media and product reviews and an extensive calendar of events pick one up at your local business today or visit newtimesnaturally.com that's newtimesnaturally.com
3: To the Dr. Pat Show Friday, May 25th, with Sue Neufeld Ellis of Quantum Healing as she talks about internet pornography, sex addiction, and sacred sexuality. If someone you love is struggling with the type of sex addiction, call in anonymously during the show and find solutions, get answers and discover ways of changing destructive behaviors. Visit Quantum Healing U.S. for more information or call 425-455-4207.
5: When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. We're all students and teachers of life. At the College of Metaphysical Studies in Clearwater, Florida, we offer the largest curriculum in metaphysical and spiritual studies. Allow us to guide you on your path of self-discovery. Learn from the comfort of your home with our distance learning program or visit our Florida campus. To learn more, visit cms.edu or call 800-780-META.
1: Hello, this is Sue Newfeld Ellis. In our fast-paced, busy world, my new CD, Serenity Through Meditation, is just what you need. Through Stephen Halpern's sonic music entrainment and my voice, we will comfortably guide your brainwaves to that theta state of deep relaxation. To order your free copies of 25 Stress Reduction, tips, go to quantumhealing.us or call 425-455-4207. 1150
5: KKNW.com, your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: everyone, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to make sure that you check out our website, T H E D R thedrpatsh Show.com. Check out the hundreds of archives we have on there. We've got uh, just a ton of things planned for you, and I'll be announcing what some of those are next week uh, so that you can plug in. Make sure you sign up for a newsletter. We're going to be making some changes to the website. uh, And so I want to make sure that you get in our email list right now. Sue Newfeld Ellis is joining us today. As I said before, she has been practicing counselor healer for over twenty years. Psychotherapist dealing with people uh, that have addictions of all kinds, uh, and, and 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 been an advocate for many many people who are struggling with internet addiction and so forth. Her website is quantumhealing.us quantumhealing.us lots of information on there lots of resources and this is a way where you can go and find out is this happening in my family is this happening to me is this happen what is the what can i do to help my children or to help us understand what's going on so Thank you so much for joining the show today. I mean, you have got to have felt like a lone ranger out there for years doing the work that you're doing, because this is not something that has all of a sudden popped up. It's just something now that we're paying attention to. But you have been out there for years working with people to
1: help them. Yeah, that's true. Um, I started doing this work in 1989, and back then, that was before the Internet. And so, there was other forms of acting out, such as, you know, like we said, magazines, videos, strip clubs, pornography, um, those kind of things. Um, And then, uh, I was gone from the country from 93 to 96, and all of a sudden, I came back, and I saw the Internet, and I went, oh, my gosh. And I actually remember having one time where I was crying, because I thought, oh, my my Gosh, this is just so big. I really saw where we are today. I saw that back in 1996. And so, um, as one of my colleagues and teachers, Al Cooper, the late Al Cooper, said, it says, he says, uh, the internet and cyber sex is like crack cocaine to sex addiction mm. because it is just so easy to get hooked. So it's true, but you know, we're getting more and more research now. There's a group of us around the world and around the nation. There's 700 of us now that are actually certified and very intensely trained in this because there's specific ways to assess it and to treat it and so we are um, getting more and more therapists and practitioners on board to learn about this what to do about it so so we are getting more and more help but it is a, you know like I said a tsunami well the thing that I, I, I notice is that there's
0: one thing that will get everybody's attention and that is to have just uh, to, to have the. Spotlight be on a number of celebrities that have gotten caught, literally with their pants down, so to speak, (laughs) uh, in doing this. And as a result of that, going into divorce, uh, and now we have that conversation because we've shined the light on some of these folks that we have in the media that are that are visible around the world. And so now here we are. Now we're going to pay attention of this.
1: Yeah, we have politicians. We have showbiz celebrities. We have priests. We have pastors. We have ministers. So you're right. It's in a lot of different realms. And that's the thing about this. This is very much like chemical dependency. It affects everybody. Accountants, clerks, children, adolescents, adults, um, women, men, uh, you know, uh, CEOs. Uh, You know, it just goes on and on.
0: You had a statistic that blew me away the last time we were on. And you had a statistic about the most, the time of the day that this goes on. I think it was the, what you said was most of the cyber sex kinds of things go on during the work day hour. And I was like, what?
1: yes uh, dr al cooper who i mentioned before the late dr al cooper he did some of our best research on over uh, 1200 people and he in his research showed us he said it is estimated that 70% of e-porn traffic occurs between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. on workdays. Our research indicates that 20% of women and 12% I mean, excuse me, 20% of men and 12% of women use their work computer to access online material. And another research that my uh, other teacher and mentor, also Dr. Pat Carnes, said was in in some research that he did was that um, 40% of job loss and productivity uh, at the workplace uh, on his research, but remember, these are folks that are in trouble with this stuff, mm-hmm. um, occurred um, because of, of being on the Internet and looking at pornography at work and in their life, the effects of that. Because when you're up, you know, at 12 o'clock at night and you're not going to bed till 4 or 5 in the morning because you said you were only going to be on the Internet for an hour and you end up being on the Internet for five hours, that is going to affect your productivity at work. Mm. How did we get to this place? Well, you know, I think part of it is in this culture we've had this uh, duality or dichotomy of On one hand, you know, we come from, you know, a a Judeo-Christian background, kind of a puritanical situation. Mm. And out of the Victorian era, of which sexuality was repressed. Uh, You know, on one hand, you're supposed to, you know, procreate and be sexual. But on the other hand, you know, we have termed it as bad. And there's a lot of shame and negativity around sexuality. Mm. So we got out of that. And then we got into the 60s and 70s, you know, with sex, drugs, and rock. And, and so I think sex therapists, in my experience, has been sex therapists during that time were saying, well, now we have to be sexually liberated. And I think there was some truth in that. But I also think that again, we went to another extreme and a rebound uh, reaction to what we were coming out of. Mm. So on one hand, we have forbiddenness, repression, and shame. And on the other hand, we have this anything goes. And when we know we have either extremes, then we don't get to the middle and we don't get balance. And so I think repression does have a lot to do with this. And now in our culture, image is so, such a big deal. The focus on image and being attractive. Oh, right. And so I think that just plays all into the objectification. A 2005 poll by NBC and Ellie magazine found that 24% of men who viewed pornography say it influenced their idea of beauty. The same poll found that twenty eight percent of men who view pornography have asked their partner to get breast implants so there we go there's a there 's an objectification instead of the whole person and 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 experiencing the person totally, we have objectified and so the objectification uh, piece of this is very linked to pornography.
0: In, in the world that uh, you have discovered in the work that you do with people, uh, one would think, especially following the model that we've just talked about, definitely in the 60s and 70s, I have a friend that went through this. And basically, it was really interesting to watch him raise his kids because, you know, how you know people from that era. And then all of a sudden you see them being counter to how they were because they don't want their kids to do what they did, so it's kind of a like a crazy thing that goes on. Where you have these these extraordinary people that quote experience sexual freedom now, just tightening up the ship beyond belief, and it's it's come to be a in a confusing conversation. Throw the media in there, throw some of the things that you see on television and in the movies right now, and boy, what you're looking at is you're looking at generations of children
1: that. Get the okay to do exactly what you're saying is an addiction. Right, and that's the thing, is anytime where you have extremes, you're going to have trouble. So I want to give some helpful tips Great. to family members and parents on how to begin to deal with this. And this is just a start, and I'm also going to give you some really good websites to look at as well. So one is you need to continue to develop a trusting relationship with your child early on and continuously. And keep the door of communication open. If you have reason to suspect your child is viewing inappropriate sites. Do not overreact. Approach your son or daughter with respect and talk to them about it. Add to online profiles that you monitor your child's use of the Internet. As a parent, you have a right to do that. Keep your computers in heavy traffic areas in your home. Know your children's online friends. Use a pre-filtered Internet service provider. And you can check those out at www.filterreview.com for help. Check CDs, floppies, and zip disks. Check history files often. Spend time with your child as they surf the net. Ask your child to show what instant messaging looks like. Spend time with your child online and have them teach you about their favorite online destination. And also... If, be suspicious if your child spends lots of time in chat rooms. You just need to, to be suspicious if that's happening. If you find pornography on your computer, again, check those CDs and discs. Because sometimes, you know, it shows up and you're going, what's going on here? And you're wondering. Uh, if your children receive any calls from adults, especially men, be suspicious because that should not be happening. Young children actually, in my opinion right now, should not have cell phones or private lines. We're talking young children. Uh, phone records. Take a look at those. The calls your children are making. And be suspicious if there's long-distance calls or numbers you don't recognize. Because often not, often uh, online predators will say, I'll give you my phone number to the kids. So the kids call them instead of they calling the kids. Also be suspicious if the, if the children receive anonymous gifts in the mail. Right. So right. those are some of the things. Yeah.
0: And uh, there's one that I'm going to add when we come back from this break. Sue Feld Alice is in the house. Comments or question 1 800 930 2819. 1 800 930 2819. When we come back, we're going to give you some tips of how to figure out whether this is an addiction or just some general use. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
1: Just
2: 4300 or visit harmonicenterprises.com. This is your Peak
4: Living tip of the day. Listen up. If you work on a computer more than 1 hour a day, research shows that poor posture and shallow breathing can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. Every hour, recheck your posture and take in 6 deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. Visit crownhillchiropractic.com or drscottlynch.com. Your Peak Living tip of the day has been brought to you by Crown Hill Chiropractic in North Seattle and Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center in Duval.
2: Can living intentionally really help you achieve your dreams? Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about intentional living. Kristen Marie Sherline, founder of Affirmage, will share tips for intentional living and provide powerful information on how to accomplish goals and achieve your dreams. For more information on Kristen Marie Sherline and her company Affirmage, visit Affirmage.com. Because it's time to start living an intentional life. Genesis Today, a world leader in 100% pure therapeutic juices with absolutely nothing added except pure goodness. Genesis Today harnesses thousands of years of ancient healing wisdom for your benefit. We don't sell products. We offer complete nutritional building programs which encourage health on all levels. Genesis Today, combining age-old tradition medicines with modern-day science. Visit us today at genesistoday.com. That's genesistoday.com. Tune in to The Dr. Pat Show Friday,
3: May 25th with Sue Neufeld-Ellis of Quantum Healing as she talks about internet pornography, sex addiction, and sacred sexuality. If someone you love is struggling with a type of sex addiction, call in anonymously during the show and find solutions, get answers, and discover ways of changing destructive behaviors. Visit Quantum Healing U.S. for more information or call 425-455-4207. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com.
5: More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative talk, eleven fifty a.m.
0: Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by I'm here with Sue Newfeld Ellis. I'd love for you to check out her website uh, quantumhealing.us quantumhealing.us and I want to say that when you go to the website right at the top you're going to see for Dr. Pat listeners that you will receive 25 reduction tips for free. All you will need to do is download those. So it's the instructions are right there. Uh, a free gift that Sue has been given our listeners from day one as i said before her website is just a wealth of information and knowledge on many many things beyond addiction um, you, you can get information on hypnotherapy on field therapy emotional technology psychotherapy emdr uh, serenity through meditation is her fabulous brand new cd there's nothing like it out there anyway uh, anywhere and a ton of resources so there's just so much information as representation of the phenomenal work that she's doing so sue thank you again for joining the show i know for many people that may be listening to the show this may be a, a very difficult conversation for them to hear uh in a lot of cases it's really hard to know and understand what is going on there may be some people listening thinking wow am i addicted to my computer can i can i be away from my computer and so we're going to cover that right now and talk about what addiction is what it isn't and what to look out for because you've done just phenomenal
1: work in this area and again thank you for joining us today well thank you so much for having me it's just such a a big issue that we're talking about and it's so important because it's just affecting so many people's life Uh, we had talked previously about how um, the uh, uh, pornography on the internet is affecting families and I wanted to share one statistic at a 2000 2003 meeting of the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers, two thirds of the 350 divorce lawyers who attended said the internet played a significant role in the divorces in the past year, with excessive interest in online. Um, pornography contributing to more than half such cases. Pornography had an almost non existent role in divorce just seven or eight years ago. And that is from the uh, website divorcewizards.com. Mm. So I wanted to share that statistic as well.
0: Well, as I said earlier, it's now hitting, uh, you know, all of the uh, showbiz type channels, all of the, you know, celeb pop culture things out in the field. As a matter of fact, I think it was on CNN last night. A big conversation about this going on and and representing uh, a significant amount of divorces. But boy, this is certainly a conversation that no one really wants to have, especially in divorce court. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, you talk about having your dirty laundry hung out to dry. (laughs) That's certainly kind of the ultimate. And yet this is the reality of what's out there right now. But I think it's really important to say, too, that just because someone looks at pornography on the Internet does not make them a sexual addict, does not make them sexually compulsive. You know, just like an alcoholic unable to stop drinking, sex addicts are unable to stop their self-destructive sexual behavior. But that doesn't mean that every single person that on there is doing that I mean some people can look at that and not look at it again other people will look at, look at it occasionally but then other people will have problems with it so there's actually five types of cyber sex users that we've categorized and this comes from D- Dr. Patrick Karn's work. One is an appropriate recreational user and this is a, a person that explores sex on the internet without any problems when people are having problems in major areas of their life such as school, work, family, relationships, friends, health... Uh, any of those areas, then then it is becoming a problem of either sexual compulsivity or sexual addiction. So there is these appropriate recreational users, which will just see things occasionally or actually will, like we said before, look up sexual experiences or information that's going to be positive toward their sex life. Then the second is what we call an inappropriate recreational user, which they're not compulsive or addicted, but they do use sexual materials inappropriately. Example would be to email an inappropriate sexual joke or picture to a coworker to be funny. Then there's what we call a discovery group, which would be the third category. And these people have no previous problems with online sexual behavior or other problematic sexual behaviors. But, um... You know, they get into dating services and online chat rooms. Um, and again, those things are not all negative, but there are some people, for an example, a, a man that gets into a chat room and starts to have... Uh, a verbal and emotional affair with a woman in the chat room and then makes a plan to go meet her somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, before they wouldn't have ever crossed that line, but because of the uh, uh, the anonymity and the gradual uh, relationship that builds through the computer, then they end up crossing a line that they wouldn't really do. And then we also have the history, uh, people that have histories of other sexual action behaviors that are Very problematic, like multiple affairs or seeing prostitutes or stuff like that. And then it just escalates because now they have all those factors of accessibility, affordability, anonymity that we talked about before.
0: Well, and one of the things that I mentioned to you during the break, which is new, every time we get a new bit of technology, we get a new arena a potential arena for parents uh, to really be mindful of. And um, we were talking during the break about the iPods right now or iPod-like devices that allow for streaming uh, video. Right. Not only streaming video, but downloaded video because right. you can download your movies. You can download just about any video that's going on. People are downloading from YouTube and other places. So, I mean, this, again, is another arena to just be mindful about, especially with our kids. The, one of the hardest things to to do uh, that I have found it, with young people is you think it's hard taking away their computer.
1: Try taking away the iPod exactly it it just like i said before i mean i've seen kids just throw tantrums or you know throw fits when that's taken away and i think it's really hard but i think Parents need to be strong and set boundaries and, again, realize it's their house and things are going to go a certain way. And if they do not feel strong enough to deal with their children or figure out how to do that, then I would suggest they get help because you can get professional help that can help the parents figure Mm -hmm. out what are appropriate boundaries, what are appropriate timelines uh, for the children.
0: Well, one of the things that I want to make sure we cover, and the last time you talked to me about this, I was like, really? Uh we have traditionally put the umbrella of this around men. Right. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. But and times are changing. They are changing. And you know, some of the most recent research that we get is it I'll give you some statistics here. Twenty eight percent of those admitting to sexual addiction are are women now. And that's also from internetfilterreview.com 34% of female readers of Today's Christian Woman's online newsletter admitted to intentionally accessing internet porn in a recent poll. And one out of every six women, including Christians struggle with an addiction to pornography. And that's from Today's Christian Woman, the fall edition 2003. So, you know, we are seeing women more and more now. It used to be uh, the statistics when this first thing. Started, started out, like in the middle 90s, um, was that there was about one uh, woman that had problems with Internet pornography or Internet addiction Mm -hmm. to men. Right. And now in the most recent literature now in the 2000s, which is, you know, about, you know, a little less than 10 years now difference, we're finding that it is beginning to creep up and we find that women have a tendency more toward chat rooms and chatting online and doing um, sexual talk online. um, You know, making rendezvous to meet um, people elsewhere. So women are more still uh, than men in the relational aspect. Whereas men tend to view more erotica, you know, and and basic pornography on the Internet um, than women do. Although we're finding that women are beginning to creep up, that they're becoming um, more aggressive in pursuing uh, partners, uh, both relationally and sexually uh, in chat. Rooms on the internet, and they're also beginning to download more pornography themselves, be it male body parts or you know um, those type of things. So, so we're beginning to see now, um, and and some of that they're saying, you know, some of the indicators is because women are you know more independent now, more in the workplace, more stressed, um, and they're beginning to objectify more. Um, than, than they did in the past, and also our culture, again with what we were saying with the, the magazine the NBC, NBC right. poll you know of of you know being beautiful and you know that that's that's hot and you objectify
0: and it's getting hotter and hotter I mean it, 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 I am amazed at uh, how much attention we've paid to uh, the passing of um, Anna Nicole Smith first of all yes, and less about her passing. And more about her. Yes. And, and and the pop culture headlines with Paris Sultan. I mean, this it, we may not have a group of listeners that pay a whole lot of attention to this, but I'll right. tell you there's a world out there that do. And and for whatever reason, but the question I want to ask you and maybe we can answer it when we come back, is all of those statistics that you've just talked about, uh, about women Is that trend then filtering down to young women? And the reason I ask you that question is because I think we have grown up in a culture where there is an expectancy for boys to be boys, right? Yeah. And girls to be girls. But girls to be girls doesn't mean what it used to mean. And so I I would love for you to address this when we come back, because the women that I talk with, especially folks that uh, heard the last show that you did uh, on this topic, the surprise or the aha for them was this. You know, I've always watched my son. I'm always mindful. I've always talked to my son. Never have I had a communication or conversation with my daughter. And 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 the mother said to me, What an eye-opener. So when we come back, I want to get your perspective on this in a way so that parents understand how to help their children. And this is not about beating them up. This is this is about getting some help. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show and Sue Newfeld Ellis right here in the house. Stay tuned, everyone. Her website, quantumhealing.us, loaded with great information. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you yearning to live a more fully expressed and joyful life? Do you want to explore and discover what ignites your heart? Heart Ignited is a potent coaching process created by Deborah Tracci. A life and transition coaching pioneer. Tune into the Dr. Pat Show to learn more about this unique process. Go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100 to learn more. That's heartignited.com or 206-236-6100.
4: This is your peak living tip of the day. Listen up. If you work on a computer more than one hour a day, research shows that poor posture and shallow breathing can cause the stress response leading to physical and emotional compromise. Every hour, recheck your posture and take in six deep breaths. This will help you maintain peak health. Visit crownhillchiropractic.com or drscottlynch.com. Your peak living tip of the day has been brought to you by Crown Hill Chiropractic in North Seattle and Valley Chiropractic
5: Wellness Center in Duval. Visit carrieoconnor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's carrieoconnor.com.
3: How do you start your day? Do you tell yourself what a great day it will be? What we say to ourselves inside our own head does matter. Quick start your day in 10 minutes with this CD of positive self talk that will help you stay in balance all day long. The publisher of New Spirit Journal, Krista Gibson, gives you two unique 10-minute versions of positive self-talk, especially for the person who wants to approach their day in a more uplifted and spiritually-based manner. To order, go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Embrace Your Day.
2: After a long day that's going way too fast, there is a way to relax, warm up, detoxify, and have pain relief. It's called an infrared sauna. You sit in a warm box and gently absorb infrared heat that allows you to have a great low-temperature sweat. Afterwards, a quick shower, and you're ready for a good night's sleep. Sweating has many health benefits, such as stress reduction, immune system improvement, weight loss, and system detoxification. For more information, call Brian at 650-357-8944 or go to Bay Area Infrared
5: For the people, by the people. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Well... My guest today, Sue Newfeld Ellis, as I said before, has done groundbreaking work in the field of addiction. And today's show is uh, to enlighten and inspire each of us to pay a little bit of attention about what's going on. Not only what's going on within ourselves around this, but also what's going on in our families with our children. And to know that there are solutions for this. And one of the things that I really want to make sure that we're talking about here is that the, we're not saying that you, we should not be sensual, sexual, human beings if anything there is a sacred sexuality that sue you talk about and i think that's important to mention right now for people that there there is a place of this where we honor who we are we honor ourselves as the full the whole people that we are we're just talking about when that gets to be an addiction there are things that we need to do but the flip side of that is sacred sexuality
1: Right, and I think that we've gotten away from that because, um, I think we've gotten away from that. Um, unfortunately, because a lot of our culture has been very um, celebrity-focused, very media-focused, and we gradually and gradually, with the Internet, and I mean, even gaming has played a part in this because we want more and more stimulation. We want more and more visualization and sensationalism. So I think gradually, the, over the last 10 or 15 years, this has creeped in. Uh, to where we are today. But as I as I talk about with clients that come to me, they say, well, gosh, you know, okay, then I guess I'm not going to be a sexual being. And that's exactly the opposite of what we want to say. It's it's Sexuality is meant to be fully expressed, to be beautiful, enjoyable, and a part, not the whole, but a part of who we are. It's like a slice of the pie. And sex is safe when it isn't a secret, when it isn't abusive, When it isn't something we just do because we feel bad about something... Safe is sex when it's not empty of relationship. It's about being a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic, and sexual being. All of those things. Again, we're not perfect, but we're all working toward that in an integrated way. Sex is safe when it doesn't feel shameful. So, you know, abuse and shameful and not feeling good about yourself are two real indicators that it's not being sacred. Sex is safe when it doesn't demean others their people Sex is safe when it is celebratory, when you celebrate. And there needs to be nurturing, which is the capacity to receive care from others and provide that care for ourselves. Partnership that is both the relationship is intimate and erotic. So it's about being intimate and erotic, not just erotic. And spirituality part is ability to connect sexual desire and express it with value and meaning in one's life life so that is the goal of sacred or healthy or positive sexuality that i know i try to teach and assist people with because that's the goal that is where we're fully expressed as you would say living life full out and being a really holistic happy person well and and one of the things that we
0: talk about on this show is a lot uh, show a lot is the difference between being whole perfect and complete and being a a bit out of control and it Addiction is being a bit out of control. Yes, it's when there is no way that we can stop ourselves. Whether it's chemical dependency, or uh, just as we talked about right now, which some people say internet addiction is a form of chemical dependency. And I'm not a scientist, and I'm not in your field. But the the theory behind that is that the uh, what happens to people when they're that stimulated shoots a lot of chemicals to the brain and the body that wouldn't ordinarily be doing that. Now I don't put that in the same boat as alcohol or crack i'm telling you right now but there is some validity in knowing that these are addictions the difference though and ask and let me know if i'm off on this is that if you are an alcoholic or if you are a drug addict there is a, a form a place for you to go you're recognized as an addict but we're not there with these other addictions, are we?
1: No, we're learning. Uh in my field what we often say is that we're uh where chemical dependency was like maybe thirty years ago. Right. And we do have inpatient centers for sex addiction or sexual compulsivity that's causing people devastating results in their life. There are our outpatient programs for people that are not quite don't need the inpatient as critically and then there's individual counseling although you need more than just individual counseling. But we do have different levels of treatment Of course, it is not as extensive as it is for chemical dependency yet. We also have 12-step groups for people, uh, much like AA, that uh, address not only the person that might have the sexual compulsivity and the sex addiction, but also the family members, Mm -hmm. the wives, the partners, the children, the parents. So there are resources. And we have one of actually the most, uh, one of the largest community here in Seattle in the Northwest in the whole United States. So there is help all over the United States and there is help here. And if you need those resources, want them, I have those resources on my website, quantumhealing.us, and go under resources. There's a, a, a button to click on there which says I tap, which will give you um, a list of people that are certified in this around the United States. Um, also myself, I am certified in Treat it, and treated, and I am in I am part of a big community of people that are certified and treated here in the Northwest. So if I am not the person for you or you need other resources, I can get you where you need to go. Um, We can get children help. We can get adolescents help. There's also uh, resources on my website. There's 25 questions on if you think you have a problem, not only with sex addiction, but also with relationship and romance addiction or dependency.
0: And we're going to do a show on that as well because you know these are important things for people to let 's make sure we give out your phone number as well for people that have heard this show and uh, if you 're not directly affected and maybe you know someone that is Sue would be the person she is one of the leading people in this field by the way
1: yes, I am uh, nationally and internationally known and have been here a long time doing this work, but I can always get you to where you need to go as well I want to uh, my phone number is four two five four five five four two zero seven Again, four two five four five five four two zero seven, and I did want to give you a couple of websites uh, where you can get statistics and information about uh, what the resources are for yourself and kids and adolescents. One of the best ones is www.allusionsprogram.net. Another one is www.protectkids dot com and so there's another one www that's kids plural my so those are some really good websites to check out uh, more information because what I you know what we're sharing today is just yeah, the tip of the iceberg it
0: is but an important conversation Sue I want to thank you so much for joining us today I want to also mention that if you go to Sue's website quantumhealing.us you're going to see her brand new CD out there which is Really, uh, just groundbreaking, uh, groundbreaking meditation. It's called Serenity Through Meditation. Thank you so much for taking this conversation to the next level and letting people know that not only there's something like this going on, but they can actually do something about it now.
1: Thanks for having me, Dr. bat
0: It's always a pleasure. Benny, thank you so much for another fabulous, fabulous hour with you, uh, my uh, producer that uh, produces magic every day right here. Oh, with-
2: thanks. I'm- bringing little, you know, bunny rabbits out of the hat as Um, quick as I can. I'm
0: telling you, that's exactly what we do here some days. (laughs) And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in and supporting the show the way you have, like no other listener group uh, can possibly equal. I want to thank you so much for doing that and uh, encourage you to find out what it is you need to know about both of my guests today. Today, Sue Newfeld Ellis and Joe uh, Joe Bennett Bennett earlier today, Yolanda Baby. And remember that as you go into this weekend, be safe. Know that you are meant to have a great, fabulous time. Do something very, very special for yourselves and pay it forward. Look someone in the eye. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Let your heart connect with theirs and know that you're living life full out. Until next week, have yourselves a fabulous, fabulous weekend. And make sure that you come back right here with us on Monday. We're kicking off another fabulous week. We've got some great programming planned for you. Have a good one.